plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And you can find us on Twitter, the show, at Locked On Cowboys. It's another Twitter Thursday edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We're recording this at about 1 o'clock Eastern time on Thursday. Let's get right into your questions. I'm excited. We got some really good ones today. We got some of the smartest listeners out there. I'm, I'm so excited for some of these questions. We're jumping right in with uh, at Robert Bulliard. Do you expect Lewis Neal to make the team? I mean, how many other podcasts get a question about a undrafted free agent three technique? If Neal does not make the team, who is the backup three technique for early in the season? So later on today, you'll actually see a piece from FanRag Sports that I wrote about Lewis Neal. So this is kind of this is good timing. But uh, for those of you that didn't know. I'll talk a little bit about Lewis Neal uh, for the next couple of minutes. So Lewis Neal was an undrafted free agent defense alignment out of LSU. Uh, at LSU's pro day, he measured in under six foot one and weighed about 260 pounds. Not a very athletic defense end, actually one of the the more unathletic defense ends in uh, college football, according to Three Sigma Athlete and Spark. He measured in at just like the 21st percentile in terms of uh, athletic athletic testing and as a defensive end. So while his athletic measurables don't really stack up to a NFL type of rusher, um, his production at LSU was really good the last two seasons. I believe he had 11 and a half sacks, 15 and a half tackles for a loss. He started the last two seasons for uh, for LSU, and that's tough to do because LSU consistently has really good defense linemen that come into the NFL and produce. So the fact that Neal was able to get on the field and be productive is saying something. In typical Rod Marinelli fashion, he brought in Neal after the draft and found a position for him, and that's as a three technique. Um, he doesn't have the explosiveness to be a defense end or the length to be a defense end in the NFL. But when you match him up against defensive tackles and you look at his athleticism, he's fantastic. Uh, he's very comparable to like a Gerald McCoy or even a Malik Collins in terms of that athleticism. So uh, we haven't had the chance to see him truly rush the passer in the first two preseason games. And that's really how he's going to make uh, a living in the NFL is getting to the quarterback. But we have seen him uh, make some nice plays, shooting gaps in the running game. Uh, we've seen him rise up the depth chart. He started the last two games for the Cowboys as their three technique with Malik Collins out. Um, I'm not sure he's going to make the roster. I, I think he's got a good chance of all the undrafted free agents they have on the roster. I think he's got the best chance to do so. Um, I think at the very worst, this is a guy that ends up on the Cowboys practice squad 
and they try to work with him at the position. And maybe in 2018, he is the primary backup for Malik Collins. But um, I, these next three games are going to be big for him. If he can make a couple splash plays, maybe a couple sacks or pressure that you know causes interceptions, something like that, I think he's got a great chance. If it's not Neal, I think the obvious answer is Tyrone Crawford, assuming he's healthy. Uh, he's obviously got the experience to play at that position. Um, they will use a lot of different guys to play inside. Uh, last game, they actually used DeMontre Moore as a three technique on passing downs. We've seen them kick David Irving inside. I suspect that Taco Charlton is going to get some snaps inside as well. Um, but it'll probably be a committee. Most likely Tyrone Crawford will get those snaps inside. Next one from at Cowboys Gab. Is this Jeff Hype? Jeff Heath hype for real, or are people getting gassed up off a few timely plays at the end of last season? That's a really good question, and I'm not sure if we know that answer. I'm a Jeff Heath believer in the sense that I think he can be a starting caliber safety in the NFL. I know there are people that root for the Cowboys that believe he can be much more, and in reality, there's nothing he can't do. Uh, we've seen that he can make plays. We know that he's athletic. He's got uh, he's got a lot of nice plays on his resume. Um, I'm optimistic that he's going to have a nice season. I I don't expect it to be clean right away. I think there's going to be a lot of bumps along the road. There's probably going to be some times where he gives up some big plays. But this is the kind of player on your defense that you're okay with especially in a Rod Marinelli scheme taking chances because turnovers are the goal for this defense Uh, I'm excited to see him I'm excited to see his development I suspect that the player that you see in week one against the Giants is not going to be the same caliber player that you're going to see at the end of the year I expect a a continual growth from Heath as the season goes along and as he plays more snaps because remember this is a guy that hasn't played a ton of defensive snaps despite being on the team since 2013. He he has just kind of been buried on the depth chart. So the more snaps he plays, the faster he's going to grow as a player. I'm excited. Um, our next question from at Because Cowboys. We have a lot of Jalen Smith questions today, so bear with me. But is Jalen Smith's recovery being, being buried nationally? And is his presence underrated? If he's ready, he can be a difference maker at some point this season. I don't think it's being buried nationally. You're seeing nearly every day on NFL Network and some of the other uh, news stations uh, stories about Jalen Smith. Uh, His return to the field on Saturday night against the Colts is going to be one of the biggest stories of the offseason and of the weekend. Um, So I don't think it's being underrated is his presence being underrated i don't know um i I just don't know what we can expect for him but we'll get to that in a second from ron schneider will the cowboys give Dak more freedom this year and manage him less well i got some uh, some news for you uh they didn't manage him very often last year Uh, in the second game of the season against washington they had him in a spread formation with all five receivers out and he was making line calls and he was audibling and I mean, he knew the offense. So 
I think what what that really boils down to is will they give him more freedom? I, I don't think so because I think he had total freedom last year. Will they maybe open up the playbook a little bit in terms of what they will do with him as a passer potentially? Um, last year we kind of saw him avoid the middle, the deep middle of the field. Um, I wonder if they're going to try to exploit that more. Uh, and maybe with a guy like Rico Gathers who has that speed and size to get down the middle of the field, maybe that's the type of player that Dak needs for that spot because Jason Witten is not going to be a guy that stretch, stretches the seam anymore. So uh, I don't think he's going to get any more freedom necessarily, and I don't think they're going to manage him. Um, I do think they're going to give him more opportunities and they're going to put more on his plate this year. Uh, our next one from at Mr. Salty seven. What are your expectations for Jalen this Saturday? Better chance that we are in awe by his dominance or disappointed by lack of production. Well, I can tell you one thing. I will not be disappointed by any lack of production by Jalen Smith. I think the fact that the Cowboys trust him enough to put him out on the field in a meaningless preseason game, obviously that kind of that tells you where they think he's at. Um, I think, I think just a few weeks or months ago, we I was, I mean, I was the leader of this. I didn't think he was going to be ready at all to see the field until maybe October, November, December. But the Cowboys obviously feel like he's progressed enough where he's ready to play in a preseason game. And maybe this is what he needs to take the next step in his road to recovery is that confidence of actually going out on the football field and tackling somebody and taking on a guard. Um, So I I think the plan for Jalen is to play about 10 to 12 snaps on defense. They're not going to be super aggressive with him. I doubt you're going to see him blitzing or maybe even in man-to-man coverage. They're probably going to try to keep it really simple for Jalen. You're not going to see him on special teams. But no, I will not be disappointed in any lack of production in the game. I'm, I will be thankful that he's on the field, um, and I'll be curious to see what he looks like. And I, I, I got to believe that if he's playing this week against the Colts, the plan is to keep him on the field for the following two preseason games. So, again, if, for Jalen, I'm not concerned about how he looks in August. I'm concerned by what he looks like in October and November when he's actually on the field. Let's pause real quick to tell you about our friends at Sesney. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That is until you meet the Sesney Premier Realty Group, the professional and experienced real estate agents of the Sesney Premier Realty Group provide service that is second to none. Focused on building personal relationships with our clients, Sesney Premier Realty Group Realtors seek to understand their clients' needs and wants to ensure those needs and wants are met every time and will strive to provide a hassle-free buying and selling experience as they assist their clients with all their real estate needs. No matter the situation, they're here to help. If you or someone you know is buying, selling, or relocating, if you are struggling with the possibility of a short sale or foreclosure, the Sesney Premier Realty Group knows that you deserve the best and will make sure that you get the best. If you currently need or think you will have real estate needs in the future, contact the Sesney Premier Realty Group directly at 469-672-6987. That's 469-672-6987. 
You can also visit their website at www.yourdfwhomesolution.com. That's yourdfwhomesolution.com. Let's go to another Jalen Smith question. At Museman82 asks, if Jalen has a good showing with limited playing time on Saturday, how long would you still hold him back? So this is kind of going back to this question of when is the appropriate time to put Jalen on the field? If he performs well, maybe he you know, has a couple of nice tackles. Maybe he has a nice chase down. Maybe he even makes a tackle for a loss. If he shows that he's got that ability and he can be a useful player, I, and I'm not even talking about a starter, but I, I'm saying an NFL caliber linebacker, you know, maybe he is um, – uh, you know, maybe he is Justin Durant at this point. And I'm not saying athleticism. I'm saying just overall caliber of player. If he's Justin Durant, I'm keeping him active because this team doesn't have a ton of linebacker depth. And I, I think the goal is, and the belief is that the longer Jalen's on the field and the more time passes, that he's going to get only better and better the more he plays and the healthier that foot gets so I mean I from this point on I'm almost expecting him to be on the field every single game as opposed to them resting him at all so I don't see a reason why he should be rested and again I was wrong about this I did not think he would be ready in time I didn't think he was going to be able to participate in padded practices I certainly didn't think he was going to participate in preseason games so if he looks fine and healthy enough, he's going to play every game, I think, from from now on. So that part is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, from at Jamar JR5, <laughs> TJ Watt or Taco Charlton? A great question. Uh, so last week, uh, TJ Watt had two sacks. Um, Taco Charlton had one. I know there's a lot of uh, talk about the Cowboys mess up. My belief has always been no. I I was just never a T.J. Watt fan. I know the athleticism shows that he has the potential to be a good rusher and he has the bloodlines and the name. I just never saw it. Uh, I saw a player that was that could get bullied by offensive tackles. Um, if he didn't beat them with his one kind of grab and rip move, Watt kind of got in trouble. And the other thing is, I think we really need to adjust our beliefs of how Rod Marinelli wants to build this defense. I don't I don't think the plan anymore is to have speed off the edge like we were used to um, or, you know, that, that other teams have. I think that the Cowboys now are looking for versatile guys on their defensive line that can play many different positions, that can use their length to stop the run. And I kind of touched on it yesterday on the show is, I almost wonder if Marinelli's kind of had a philosophy switch in terms of stopping the run. It used to be that the goal of the defense alignment uh, was to stop the run on the way to the quarterback. I'm not so sure if that's the same philosophy anymore because the Cowboys are getting bigger at defensive uh, defensive end with Tyrone Crawford and Taco Charlton and David Irving. It seems like they kind of want that extra length at end to help stop the run and get to third downs more often. So uh, I think Watt's probably going to be a really nice fit in Pittsburgh as an outside linebacker. 
Um, I, he's going to be able to rotate in with James Harrison um, and Anthony Ciccolo and uh, Bud Dupree. So he'll probably be fine there. I think in the long run, Taco Charlton is going to make more sense for the Ga- Dallas Cowboys. I really like this next question from at Greg Monroe's uh, Montrose. Excuse me. Can you compare and contrast Jalen Smith and Rolando McClain? So Rolando McClain was the Cowboys middle linebacker in 2014 when they went to the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, I've it's been a long time since I've seen a linebacker like Rolando McClain. He was a six foot four, 260 pound middle linebacker that didn't mind bullying offensive guards. I mean, he he would fight with guards. He would take on blocks. He would shed blocks. His power in his hands was phenomenal. Um, He was the last really big hitter that the Cowboys had. Uh, I mean, there was a couple times that season I can remember running backs running full speed at Rolando and Rolando just stunning them and putting them down. Uh, He also had the athleticism and the instincts to drop into zones. Uh, I think it was in the Seattle game. He had the game winning interception because of he he was just so physically gifted of an athlete. Uh, If Rolando could have stayed clean off the field and stayed on the field, um, I, I fully expected him to be a all-pro caliber player. He has that much talent. I know people thought he busted in Oakland, but a lot of that was just scheme-related and the fact that he just didn't really care about football. Uh, I think you saw in 2014, in the right scheme, Rolando McLean is an absolute animal. So uh, I was thoroughly impressed with uh, his ability. Now, Jalen is much different. Uh, Jalen is a guy that plays with a lot of speed. Uh, his game is all about run and chase, run and chase. He's going to find the ball and get to the ball. Um, he doesn't have that same power that McLean has. Even at Notre Dame, uh, there was times where guards could get on him and they could move him. Um, they could get him off balance, but Jalen won with athleticism, and there's no doubt about it. He was just so fast and he also had the instincts to guess where plays were going, and that means that he was he was all over the field. So uh, Jalen, in that sense, was more of a more like a Bobby Wagner type of player than this big middle linebacker that's going to take on a guard. So totally two different, totally two different types of players. Excuse me, um, playing the same position. I think in today's NFL. Jalen probably fits more just because of that athleticism, assuming that he gets back to that same form that he was at Notre Dame. But yeah, Jalen, Jalen is a fantastic athlete. It's too bad Rolando McLean's career is likely over because that was a special, special athlete. So um, we'll see how it works. I'm a little curious as to how Jalen's going to play as a middle linebacker. I think his best spot in the NFL is going to be Will but that's also Sean Lee's best spot. So um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Last question, and this actually stemmed from a debate that we had on Twitter on Wednesday night that carried over to Thursday, but uh, this is from at not to be trite, Mario64 or Excitebite64. So a little quick backstory. If if 
for you that don't care about video games, you can fast forward to the end or whatever. But listen up real quick. So on uh, so on Wednesday night, I, I gave a list of my favorite games for every video game console. Of course, the number one game of all time being Punch-Out for uh, Nintendo. So check that out on Twitter. Mario 64, one of the best games ever for N64. Please respond to me. You can tweet at the show, Locked on Cowboys. Tweet at Marcus underscore Mosier. Tell me about your favorite games growing up uh, for Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation 1, NES, whatever you want to play. Tell me your favorite games. I would love to hear them. I'll retweet them all, so send them in. That's it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review if you so choose. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCowboys. We'll see you back here tomorrow as we start to preview the Cowboys game against the Colts. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys later. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. By singing dog... Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.